I do remember that vividly. Keyshawn thinking his name was Dark Vader. And uh, that actually could have been... Now, they went with, in the movie Spaceballs, Darth Helmet. But they could have gone... Like, if had they casted an African-American character there, they probably could have gone Dark Vader. It would have been a funny spoof uh, on, on Star Wars. But uh, LZ, do they really call you Dark Vader? I, I, you know, I haven't heard that. You know, I've known you for many years, but I feel like the uh, the name you. I've heard a lot of nicknames from you and from others. Uh, you know, in our circle here, but none that include Dark Vader. And I guess we'll get to him later. Um, in the interim, Kaplan, yeah, how... I don't go by Dark Vader. I don't, I don't go by... And no, by you way, definitely don't. Yes. Whatever Chris said that I am, Zsa Zsa Gabor or whoever that was. Jar Jar Binks, yes. Okay, her, um, him, whoever. It's, a, it's great. It's just that you know, and I'm not embarrassed to say it, I don't know it. I don't know Star Wars. I know the whole world is walking around today going, may the fourth be with you. That's very funny. And I say, bring on tomorrow. You well, know, uh, I, oh, I, I thought DeMaio. you would say it also with you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. No, just bring on Cinco de Mayo. You know, may yeah. the fourth be with you. Yes. You know? Yeah. So tomorrow is a big day. You know, that's for sure. Uh, tomorrow's a big day. I'm curious to see because if the now L.A. is not in the yellow tier. We'll get to that in just a second, you know, because that would mean that bars bars are going to be open. Uh, in a different capacity, perhaps even indoors. But anyway, nonetheless, it is a big day because Marvel had an announcement. Star Wars had an announcement. or Star, It is May the 4th be with you, right? Star Wars Day. So I'm going to ask the audience this, and I'm going to start with Greg and Laura. If I told you right now, okay, which has the bigger universe? Uh, in other words, which one of our groups of nerds, because that's what we are, and I'm, I'm fully okay embracing that, uh, which group has the bigger group of nerds that we belong to? Is it the Star Wars universe nerds or the Marvel universe nerds, Greg? Ooh, see, that's really tough because it, Star Wars is so much older in terms of the movies. So I think people were bigger for that. I'm going to go with Star Wars. Marvel was always there for the comics, but it hasn't been a movie franchise since the early 2000s. Star Wars. Yeah, Actually, Laura, Star Wars was a movie franchise back in the late 70s. 70s. Right, right. but the Marvel Universe has been around in, in comic in books comic since book like the fashion. 50s, 40s, yeah. 30s, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there is that too. So, Laura, when you have been out and about and you've gone to a movie theater, maybe you've gone to see a Marvel movie, maybe you've gone to see a Star Wars movie, but, and I don't know if you have or haven't, or if you're even into any of those movies, but I'm sure you've seen the... Uh, Patrons that 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 watch those movies. Who do you think has the bigger universe? Uh, do you hear what's playing? Avengers. <laughs> oh, so you think the Marvel movies? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, yes. I'm, a, I'm a I'm not a huge Star Wars person. Okay. And I love Marvel, so that's that's my pick. Okay. Has anybody ever been to Comic Con? I have not. Never. Um, but it was in your neck of it was well, it still is. I would imagine. Uh, down in San Diego. I have not been. I actually recommended one year that we do remotes from there, um, and that didn't go very far for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, if you've ever been to Comic-Con, and even if you've never been, and by the way, not everybody has to go, but you could follow all this stuff on social media, and you would see all of the different nerds that you're talking about, George. Some were, you would call, you go, that, those are Star Wars nerds right there. Right. And others, you'd be like, okay, these guys yeah. over here, these look like, what I would think are Marvel nerds. And there's probably other categories of nerds that I'm just not aware of. But I'll tell you this. You go, you go to, to, to Comic-Con, you're like, I don't know, man. Star Wars, 
versus Marvel. I mean, it seems pretty equal here. I, I mean, listen, here's the deal. And LZ, um, before I get back to, you know, whether someone actually calls you Dark Vader, uh, Dark with a K, as Chris alluded to in the open, uh, do you believe, and look, I, I call them, I, I am embracing the word nerd. Nerd culture is a thing um, that's cool, that people embrace. I don't think it is a uh, pejorative. Um, I don't think it's meant to have malice behind it anymore. I feel like that word has changed a lot over the years. But who has the bigger group of nerds, Marvel or Star Wars? I mean, I guess it all depends on how you're defining nerd. Okay. Right? Because... If, if these movies are making this much money, maybe the better question is, who isn't a nerd? Because you're talking about, you can go ahead and Google IMDB or you know Box Office Mojo or whatever website you want that tracks these things, but those two films, those two you know franchises, pretty much dominate the top ten. Now, Laura believes that there is one group of nerds that perhaps is more attractive. Is that correct? Yeah, the Marvel ones. Well, I don't know, girl. Why is that? I don't know, girl. Because of what I've seen, okay? Listen, them last three movies made a comeback. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, them first them first several, I was with you. But when they started casting some flavor in those last three, I was like, oh, are we doing this? And then Rogue One, too. So, you know. See, the thing is, I, um, I don't really watch those, so... <laughs> Oh well. Yeah, Adam Driver. You know, he's, Diego uh, Luna. Yeah. Adam Driver. Yeah. Diego's okay. Diego. Oh, look at you. Diego's okay. Diego's okay. We gotta take I mean, this I... conversation offline. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just okay? Like look wise, okay, not actor wise, just look okay. wise. Who was the? Who was his? What was his co-star's name? That he's he's better looking. The co-star in Amores Perros. Who was that? What was that guy's name? Oh, I don't oh, know. Um, but he hot. Yeah. Um. Uh, Garcia. He's Bernal. also Garcia, uh, yeah Garcia yeah. something or other. Bernal. Yeah, Garcia. Gael Garcia Bernal. Gael, that's him. Uh, Garcia Gael Garcia Bernal. 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 That's it. Yes, now, that's it. Yes, right. Go. I was going to say that. Gael Garcia. That is, yeah, he yeah, I'm sure fine. you were. Now he uh, is good looking. That. He is. Yeah. That is He's a good looking. looking man. But see, Diego Luna is a different kind of good looking. Okay. He's a good looking that if you happen to be with him and you look over, you're like, I'm good. Right. He's not the good looking that you're in the bar and you got to step to. Right. But if you got it, you're like going, yeah, I'm fine. You know, like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Now, you know, Gael, now, that's worth a bar fight over. <laughs> that's when you see this and you, you start making designs. You see other people making designs and then you got to redesign your design because you only get one shot at a Gael. Right. You know. Right. Although Diego more versatile, uh, I would say because I would just say as an actor because he um, has a better grasp of the English language, right? So he's been in more films that I think people would recognize. Yeah, you know, maybe though he had the Mozart show that was really popular. I think on Amazon, right? Right, right. So right. I don't know. The, the The point is back to Laura. But Laura that thinks that the Star Marvel Wars has right, the gotten Marvel. better. Yes. Yeah. They've mm -hmm. got more flavor. They got black folks in space now, which is amazing. They do. And Latinos, too. <laughs> and Latinos. Yeah. I didn't know y'all was going to make it, to tell you yeah. the truth. Right. There was a long time where my people were not in space. They were, <laughs> were not in space. <laughs> we, it was like, damn. Doing? We we became the biggest minority, and then they didn't put us in space. That's what, what happened. What were you guys doing? How come yeah. you just not getting into space, George how, and how did How did we become dinosaurs? <laughs> right. From the time. They you hate two it. aren't in space. <laughs> What's that? 
Well, the, the, the way LZ said it, what's wrong with you two guys? Why aren't you in space? I, we are. Yeah, we didn't. For a while, we weren't. And a then we were. Time. Yeah, because Star Trek didn't put us in space. You know what's crazy? Is that they actually had probably more Oscar-winning directors who were Latino directing space movies and actual Latinos in space. That were actually in the movies. Yes, <laughs> that is an excellent point by you. Uh, so we'll ask the audience real quick. It, who's got the bigger nerd following? Marvel or Star Wars? 877-710-ESPN, oh, 877-710-3776. All right, so mm-hmm. let's start with last night's game. Let's start with the good news, okay? And then we'll get to the not-so-good news, okay? So the good news is this. The Lakers' behinds were saved by Anthony Davis and the Wolf. Now, you may be asking, who the hell is the Wolf? Well, that is... Josh, John Wolford? No, not John Wolford, the uh, the quarterback for the Rams. That is how Mark Gasol referred to himself yesterday. He referred to himself as the Harvey Keitel character in Pulp Fiction and said, look, things were a little bit of a mess yesterday. I came in and cleaned up the mess, hence I'm the wolf. Um, now, I think we should just keep this, this whole Latino thing going, and I'm just going to say, you are no longer the wolf. You are El Lobo. But is he Latino? I mean, he's from Spanish descent, so I we can use the Spanish words. Give right. it to us, man. Give me something. <laughs> well, I put you in space. What more do you people want? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you people. I want it all. <laughs> yeah. You so he all. is Spaniard. He is from the, the Spanish, if you are, I guess, uh, if you are Latino, right, more than likely you are either... I mean, look, we're all from Africa, right, at the end of the day, right? But the, but I'm saying, like, it, as far as the, the language is concerned, the motherland is España. So okay. he, he, you know, t- we got to give him that, you know, so we can make him though. El Lobo. When he broke that out last night, and I was watching the postgame press conference. I don't know why I stuck around, but I was watching that, and he said, I'm like the wolf of the team. And, and I think a lot of people heard him say that went, the wolf? Does he mean the wolf, like from Pulp Fiction, where Jules and Vinny shoot the yes. dude in the head and they got to yep. get off the road and it's the Bonnie situation scene? Is that the wolf, the guy who comes in and goes, hi, I'm Winston Wolf. I'm here. I solve problems. That's yeah. Marcus Saul. That was a great reference. It was kind of old school. You know, I like not it. that old school, but it, but it was still really a great reference. It was a great reference. I just wish it was accurate. Why? Why do you think it's inaccurate? Because the wolf gets called when things are messy. He sat on the bench when we were messy for many games. Wait, but wait. Frank he was a guest star. called him yesterday. He was a guest star because Andre Drummond couldn't guard Jokic. Well, that's definitely true. And, George, that's something that you had said a couple days ago, that you were concerned about Drummond being played off the floor late in games. And Gasol, to his credit, comes in, knocks down three of four threes, and, you know, there were times where he's in the paint and he is cross-checking Jokic in the back of the head and there's no calls at all, which was good for the Lakers. Remember, Denver also hit a three late in this game that would have given them, I think it was a tie or maybe they would have put them up by one, but there was an offensive foul off the ball. So this was a very fortunate, hard-fought, must-needed win for this Laker team, especially without LeBron last night. That was a very good win. It took my panic meter, which was like an eight yesterday, down to like a 7.3. I really feel as if... <laughs> we spare you, no expense here, clearly, on the uh, on the gimmicks. Can you play really that one more time? I feel that when you look at that game, 
it was a good gritty win for us. Yes. But it was a really bad loss for Denver. Huge bad loss for Denver. <laughs> like Whoa! Holy moly, really that was terrible for like, them. Like we don't even play Marcus Saul and he toasted y'all for 10 points. Yeah. We don't even play this dude. He done named himself or gave himself a nickname and stuff off of y'all. Yeah. You supposed to be a threat? <laughs> we didn't I even have Braun. Are you kidding I will, me? I will say this. The the situation with Andre Drummond, okay, is what we saw. You said yesterday, Scott, and I did make reference that he would get played um, out of games at the end. He got played out of the game at the beginning in this one. He was in foul trouble the whole damn night with he Jokic. Was. Okay? He like, was. Jokic was just, like, fooling with him yesterday. It wasn't even like – Jokic is like, oh, this dude? Forget it. I, he got no chance with me tonight. And that's what happened. And Gasol came in there and did the thing you said, LZ, he couldn't do to Jokic. He actually made Jokic look mortal in the second half. He, he sort of did. I only saying sort of because if you add up the performances of the two centers, right, we got like nine fouls and ten points. <laughs> right, but got, all ten points got, were from, we got, from Gasol. I know, but we played two dudes against, against that dude, and we ended up with nine fouls and ten points. Right. With but, two players playing against them. But Gasol actually gave them a chance defensively um, and that's how they were able to get to that. Now, they almost blew the lead without Mark on the floor, and they had to bring Mark back on the floor because they brought Andre Drummond back in, and then that didn't work out so well. Jokic's like, we back. And, uh, yeah, so, I, look, I, I just – look, I am fearful of Andre Drummond on defense. I have said this before. I will say it again. Uh, I will scream it from the mountaintops. I like him as a player. I think that defensively he leaves a lot to be desired because Marcus Gasol in 17 minutes was a plus 17. You know how hard that is to pull off? No, no. Mark played great. And honestly, for the most part, when he's come in, he's played great. Yeah. I think his problem is, and I'm saying his problem, mm -hmm. is that he has these type of games and he believes he's still that dude in Memphis. So he doesn't notice when he doesn't have these games. He right. He, he's, no a, he's a situational player. He's a situational point. player. Right. And but, we and we needed his body because, as you said, Drummond got in early foul trouble and ended up with five fouls that game. But he had four fouls. So if Marcus Gasol was our starting center, there's a good chance he would have been in danger of falling out too because right. he only played 17 minutes and got four fouls. But by so, the time Gasol got in the game, um, you know, late in the second quarter, uh, you know, and into the, you know, into the second half when they brought him back. Actually, it was in the second half. I'm sorry. When they, he kind of knew, all right, there's only 24 minutes left in this one. I can kind of go, you know what, to the wall and play him as hard as I can to give us the best chance we have to win this game. So I also feel like the advantage, the, he kind of knew the situation a little yeah. bit. And here's the other thing he did. Mm -hmm. They were able to run the offense through him. Oh, don't get fooled by those two assists that he only had. No, no, they, no. He had a lot of hockey assists. Without Schroeder there and without LeBron, they needed someone to play through on offense, and he kind of ran the offense. You know, and no, then no, after the he game, was he was a great teammate, man. I just got to say, you know, when Drummond was brought in, remember, he started to chirp and complain about not understanding what his role is. And last night after this game, when they asked him about Kuzma saying that he needed more playing time, he said, no, I didn't even know about it. But, 
you know, the fact is, um, I'm just a role player now, and I'll, I'll do whatever the team needs. And it, it's a very different sounding Gasol from when Drummond first got yeah. here and he yeah. got benched to last night making a contribution in no. what was a very, very fortunate win. That is, no, 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 that, it was, it was great. And shout out to THT for that huge bucket with like 20 seconds left. Well, or 15 seconds I, I mean, he almost made a, a ridiculously awful play, right? Like literally the, the two, a second before that. Right, yeah. but the hustle to get the rebound to get it back. and put the yeah. shot back up well, right Well, it was Jokic. Gasol who tipped it back to him. Yep, that's right. Yeah, it was Gasol who tipped it back to him because he threw up some thing that I don't even it know what ridiculous. that was. Yeah, that was not good. It was bad. Yeah. But he hit the like, shot. And behind his head? I don't know what he was trying to do I'm going to give him there. his props for hitting the shot. I'm going to give Caruso his props because he was the one that kind of deflected the ball once Anthony Davis made that game-saving block. Um, Jokic was right there. And Alex Caruso outbattled Jokic to, to deflect the ball back to Anthony Davis, who was able to run the clock out. Who knows what happens if Jokic gets a hold of that ball? So it was a complete team effort. Horrible loss by Denver. Great, gritty win by the Lakers. Um, and just another little reminder of what this team is capable of when their backs are against the wall and they lock in. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. We'll continue that discussion. Who has the bigger universe of nerds, Star Wars or Marvel? Or Marvel? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up next, oh boy, a rough one in the first half of a doubleheader for the Dodgers. We'll touch on that. And a precursor to overrated, underrated, properly rated. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I heard you only saying go, go, go. What happened there, Greg Bergman? Where'd oh, you Laura go? had to run. It's okay. I was just curious because all I heard was Yeah, I was I, I was know. playing off the stack instead of playing off of the hotkey. So that was on me. I try I I thought I had you. So that's why I was saying go, 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 because I wasn't playing a, a song. <laughs> go, go, go is so not what, like, no, no, like, no, no, like talk. That, wait, it's like wait, panic wait. time. But, but that doesn't explain what happened. So Laura had to go somewhere. So you were manning the con, basically. Yes, I ran up to the board to yes. play the music. I said, oh, we're coming back. Uh-oh, Laura's not here. So I got up and I was like, I got to do this. Right. So I went and, up. And you didn't do it. I, I did the right thing. I just didn't have the right pot up because I'm a dummy. <laughs> so I appreciate right I know how to do, do this, too. Dang it. No, you don't. <laughs> Clearly, you don't. No, I messed up one thing. I did all the right stuff, but that's why I said go, 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 because that's where you speak. <laughs> well, God forbid, because we curse a lot during the break, so thank God you said that. Go, go, go. Yeah, like go. Yeah, you, it's your time to talk now. You I'm never leaving air. the studio again. Yeah, Laura, you can never leave again. <laughs> I, have, so I haven't see. told you that the mics are hot uh, and that you're live on the air. Go, go, go. So we start uh, the yes. show with my mic. Well, we're on now. So, you know, talking about Marcus Saul, he's the wolf. Have, okay. So we're off to a great start. This is awesome. I need that drop. <laughs> oh my so that's goodness. what happened. So Laura got up for, to do something, and you, you, you went and you tried to, to man the ship, basically. Yeah, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it does. That's for sure. Well, at least um, now I know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, no more. No potty no more. breaks for you, young lady. Never. Well, it's always hard in <laughs> radio because, you know, like if the break is three minutes, you're like, OK, by the time I get there, get undone, get it dealt with, get it back together, get back in the studio. I've got two minutes and 25 seconds to do this. Right. It's hard to do that. It you know, is. You, what you really need is a porta john right outside the studio. There like, you right go. There. How about you do that, Greg? Because it's a long walk. It is a long walk to the restroom from the studio. It is. It is. Walk. That is true. It's not close. It's How not about close. you make it closer? <laughs> I mean, this is part of my job description: is moving the bathroom. I don't closer. know. Yes. Do something. Are the girls. Seriously, Greg, we're not even using all those offices anymore. Oh, you know what? We Just actually one. we can. There are plenty of offices that we can use. Yeah. yeah. The Just one right next porta, to me. Porta potty. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. can just use your office. You yeah, seriously, that's what happens in there anyway. Throw some drywall Whoa. up and let's get it rolling. Yeah, put All a right, litter yeah. box in there. We'll use that. Whoa. <laughs> that's just that for you, much? Scott. Was that too much? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Dodgers are in Chicago. And before we get to the disaster that was Clayton Kershaw's day today. Baby, uh, you owe us a check. A precursor to what we're going to do in a few minutes, which is our game every uh, day at 430. We play overrated, underrated, properly rated. LZ uh, Granderson, you lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Chicago-style pizza, overrated, underrated, properly rated. I love Chicago-style pizza. I really do. Um, but then again, I'm okay with having like a thicker crust and like a more of a pie sort of pizza. Yeah. Right? But like you some can't people, eat that They don't the like time. all the thickness and stuff like that. Now, now, Greg, I don't really eat it anymore um, because it is so much but i think it's a fantastic pizza if you don't mind putting in the work there is a lot of work because it's a meal (laughs) you got to put in that work like as after you're done i dude as soon as you're done it's like total guilt trip it's like i'm gonna run home it's 10 miles after eating that you know it's 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 serious i i remember the first time i went to new york because i have relatives in chicago so i was familiar with chicago style pizzas uh, long before I actually made it to New York um, just to visit. So, of course, when I get there and I order a pizza and they came out with this little thin, I was hey, <laughs> what did y'all do? Drop the rest of my pizza? What's the <laughs> toppings? What's going on? It took me a minute to figure out or to, or to learn that different regions have different styles of pizzas. Though, yeah. I don't know anyone from Detroit that's talking about the Detroit-style pizza that's apparently supposed to be sweeping across the country. So I'm right. not it's sure who Pizza Hut that. sells it. Yeah, something called, they really? call it Detroit-style pizza is what they say. Really? Sell. I don't know yeah. anybody from Detroit. And I just talked to a couple of people from Detroit today. And anybody talking about, I'm about to get some that Detroit-style pizza. We ain't really saying that, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you say Pizza Hut made that up? I'm saying it's really good marketing. Okay. And I'm sure somebody in Detroit came up with something. I'm just saying in my hood, you know, we had government cheese and and, and and all of that. That we were familiar with, but we don't know anything about Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, so, I don't think they're using that for this pizza. Yeah. So, Kaplan, yeah. what is it? What is Chicago-style pizza? Overrated, underrated, or property rated? Well, I'm going to say that it's overrated for this reason. I've not spent enough time in Chicago to get, like, real authentic Chicago deep dish. I hate to admit it, but I kind of was one of those people that if I wanted Chicago deep dish meal type pizza like LZ's talking about, I would go to a chain place. Anybody ever been to an old school place called Uno's Pizzeria? Do you guys remember that place? I do. I do know that place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it was bad or if it was good. I don't even know if the place still exists. I kind of doubt it. But that's sort of my Chicago style pizza. I, I wish I had more Chicago in me. 
to know real authentic Chicago deep dish. Anybody have a great Chicago-style pizza place in L.A.? Well, not in L.A., but, I mean, maybe the audience can help us out at 877-710-ESPN. But I know that in Chicago, the two famous Chicago-style pizzas are Giordano's and Lou Malnati, right, I believe, LZ, right? Mm, I I used to do G's, but I also did, um, you can really go any real pizza place, and they will be able to get you a real Chicago-style pizza. Though I don't really know of any place like that in L.A., I think, though, the way that it looks, and okay, I found a place that, that jumps out at you. It yeah. just seems like that's not something LA trying to mess with. <laughs> Hollywood Pies is a place that does Chicago style pizza. Uh, it's on Pico. Uh, there is. Let me see. Let me see. Somebody's going to call because there are enough people in LA. There's a from Froman's. Chicago. Oh, Froman's Chicago deep dish. There's a bunch Froman's. of them. Yeah. Froman's. Abe Froman. Yes. Like, the sausage right. king of Chicago. Correct. Yes, like the sausage king of Chicago. So there's a bunch of those around town. Um, so there you have it. So there are a bunch. Geno's East is uh, is where is it? Looks like it's uh, in like Van Nuys, kind of the All Van I Nuys, know is, North Hollywood area. Where did area. Kershaw get his pizza from before he pitched? He definitely ate a bad slice of something. Did he get one of those Michael was, Jordan pizzas or something? I mean, what happened there, Greg? I I couldn't hear you. Say again. What happened to Kershaw? Now you Kershaw. couldn't hear us. No. You couldn't get us on the air, and now you couldn't hear. <laughs> I'm already killing myself over that, by the way. So let's let's drop that. Um, but Kershaw was absolutely terrible today. He had 39 pitches, and he just couldn't get an out to save his life. Uh, uh, Corey Seager could have helped him out with a backhanded grab at shortstop, and it went right past him, and because he's been awful defensively as a shortstop this year, so he just got ran into some bad luck. AJ Pollock had a ball that went across that hit the wall instead of. Off the car- and playing it off the carom, he stood up against the wall, so it got away from him. It just everything went apart, and he just couldn't come out for the second inning because he was out- he did not have it. That is unbelievable. Shortest mm. outing in his career, one inning, four hits, four runs, all earned, two walks, two Ks. Clayton Kershaw couldn't get past the first inning. Wow. I mean, so- listen, Phil Mickelson misses two foot putts. It happens all the time, but. This is the first time we've ever seen this at a Kershaw. So in 24 hours, what's worse? Arguably the best rebounder in the league, ending his night with four fouls and zero rebounds in Andre Drummond, or Clayton Kershaw, who couldn't make it to the second inning? Oh, I'll tell you on the other side before we do overrated, underrated, properly rated. How about that? I'll answer that. By the way, Geno's East is in Sherman Oaks. So there there you go. If anyone is in that area and wants Chicago-style pizza, uh, it's there. All right. So I'll answer that question on the other side. Plus, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Sedano, LZ, Cap, 710, ESPN. Back in two and a half minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I will steal it from producer Greg for a second and answer LZ's question about what was more egregious. Clayton Kershaw getting yanked early in the game or Andre Drummond, who is a rebounder and the leading rebounder in the NBA, not getting a rebound. I would say the latter, LZ. It's Andre Drummond not getting a rebound and just literally getting worked. Because, look, a pitcher can have a bad day any day. Like, you know, Kershaw doesn't have that many of them. Um, 
And, Andre Drummond, rebound, you can go get yourself a rebound. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just not have your stuff as a pitcher and everyone's hitting them. You know, it looks like a watermelon coming down, you know, the pipe and they're going to they're gonna hit it, right? Like, there's just some days you can't locate. But you could, effort-wise, you could at least luck into a rebound by just chasing one down. So I would say Andre Drummond in that scenario. I, I just want to say I'm going the opposite direction because, remember, even though Drummond didn't play great, the Lakers still found a way to cover for him and win. Kershaw couldn't scratch out three or four innings of a seven-inning game today, and the Dodgers lost, and they're coming off the one win that they had this past weekend against Milwaukee where they lost three out of four. They needed Kershaw to be Kershaw today, and he wasn't. Yeah, but that's, I think it's more of – I get what you're saying, but I, I look at it. I thought LZ's question, or at least an LZ, maybe you can tell me. Uh, I, 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 heard, I heard it more as an individual – uh, performance yeah, question. I, it, it was an individual just because, you know, it was such an anomaly for these two Correct. men who are so good at what they do, Dre with rebounding, and obviously, you know, Clayton is one of the greatest of all time. To not get out of the first inning to me is worse than this because I can explain what happened with the rebounds. He got five fouls, <laughs> right? He, he, he kept getting in trouble. I don't know what happened to Clayton Kershaw. I can explain that, which worries me more. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, we're going to do a couple of – a pair of overrated, underrated, properly rated, and then uh, we're going to take calls. We've got a lot of people that are chiming in on pizza and Marvel versus Star Wars, which universe has big, a bigger group of nerds. Um, but, Greg, go ahead. All right, so let's start off with May the 4th, and so May the 4th be with you. This will be tough on Cap because uh, he doesn't really know Star Wars too well, So, but we'll start with – with LZ, do you want me to it's go okay. with like the easier names or a little bit of the harder names? Let's try the easier names. Okay, so let's go with Luke, Leia, and Han Solo. Overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Ooh. Luke, Leia, or Han Solo? Yep. Well, let's see. Luke is definitely overrated. Overrated? Definitely over. Whose ass did he kick? I mean, didn't he eventually get dark? I mean, whose? Hmm. He exactly. Got, did, wait, no, no. Who's ass, George? Nobody's. I, mean, I guess technically. <laughs> I'm did, well, I mean, he technically did destroy Darth Vader. No, that was his daddy. You're saying you're, you're his say- daddy destroyed Darth Vader okay. by coming back to the light. Right. I guess. Okay. So who did he beat? You're right. I mean, so, he beat up a bunch of dudes on the way there. Yoda. Overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so who, who are the other ones? So Leia other, and Han. Leia and Han. Leia's underrated, and then Han is properly rated. You kind of swung me. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to say that uh, Luke Skywalker is overrated in retrospect. Uh, Leia <laughs> is underrated. First of all, Leia also had really funny lines in she the movie. She had the best lines. She had the really funny lines. Now, and the Han looks. Solo was supposed to have the funny lines, and he did have plenty of them. But hers were more sneaky is why I thought they were good. Um, and I would say Han Solo, Harrison Ford's character, is properly rated. That is a good point. Like He, he delivered exactly how I expected Harrison Ford to deliver in that character. I got Luke Skywalker underrated. These are all, by the way, from my childhood. I'm thinking of these people as Mark Harmon, underrated. Right. Uh, he's the underdog. He. I'm. By the way, I'm watching he's Star the Wars. He's the underdog. There is yeah. that. Yeah. I'm watching A New Hope right now on TBS. It's on the TV here in my studio. Um, I have Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher. That's who's in my mind. Yeah. Poster on my wall, LZ, right next to Farrah Fawcett and Joe yeah. Montana, my man. 
properly rated. Okay. And Han Solo. Oh. Harrison Ford. I've got you overrated. Why is that? I just, uh, I just feel like Han Solo had Chewbacca running with him. He you know? did have Chewbacca. It was a tag team. And that if is I had true. Chewbacca, che- like I'd walk che- into a bar. Chewie did bail him out plenty right, of like times. I'd, right. I'd push people around and be like, yo, oh, we got a problem? Yeah. Chewbacca, handle this. Right, exactly. Oh, no, man. Han Solo was straight up banging like a princess in the galaxy. <laughs> how are you going to talk about his hand like that? Anybody else got any princesses they want to talk about their hand? <laughs> he says, I love you. She says, I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. of course she knew. She's like, I'm a princess. Yeah. yeah. What you doing? Yeah. But Chewie, did, Chewie was the muscle. There is no question about that. Right. There is that. Uh, all right. What's next, Greg? All right, George. A woman on TikTok shared a video of Ben Affleck sliding into her DMs after unmatching him on a dating app, dating app called Raya because she thought it was fake. Affleck then sent the woman a video in the, on Insta DM saying, why did you unmatch me? It's me. Is this move overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Thirsty. Now, did she, did she say that it was fake after? No, she, she, got, she got matched with him. And said, oh, no, this is fake, so I'm unmatching it. And then he went back and found her on Instagram, went into her DM, and put a video being like, why did you unmatch me? That's it's creepy. Me. That's creepy, man. Sorry, Batman. This is why you weren't the good one in, on my Batman list. That's creepy, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm going to say weird, off the board. I'm so surprised that somebody so famous would do something like this. Right. Like, like first, start with the first one, which is, you're on this dating app and there are some dating apps for like wealthy or, you know, like you have to pass a certain test to get onto these apps. But right. I'm surprised that he what, what's he on Tinder? Raya. Or, Raya is what Greg said. Oh, That's I mean, it's like the a, same deal, right? I mean, yeah. Man, oh, yeah. man. Ben Affleck. Yeah, and it's one of those that's not an easy process. They have like a long layered application process. Um, so, yeah, that, that is weird. Like, I bet you because of that long layered application process on Raya, they probably he probably was like, yo, why wouldn't you think it would be me? Like, everybody has to go through all this red tape but, to but get on this thing. thing. though, George. She said no. No, why no, I get no. No, I agree with that. <laughs> Creepy, weird, why, I'm with you. Why but do you got to chase her down and be like, maybe you didn't hear me? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you on that. I'm not disputing that part of it. I'm just trying to think what is going through his mind at that point. Well, why she thought he wasn't the real Ben Affleck. She's like, okay, this can't really be Ben Affleck. Right? This can't really be him. Yeah. This can't yeah. be Batman. Yeah. And then he yeah. wanted to go tell her, hey, it's really me. What's the problem? Like that was going to make a – you know what? It would have been funny. She'd been like, like that made a difference. Right. <laughs> that should have been her response. That should right. have been. That is overrated. Un- underrated. Agreed. Uh, that is properly rated. Your comment there. Uh, all right, real quick on the calls. Let's let's uh, let's grab a few. Uh, we have Steve in Anaheim Hills. Steve, what do you got? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. In terms of Chicago deep dish pizza, there's a place called Rances that has locations Long Beach. in Long Beach and Costa Mesa. Yeah, yeah. it's a personal pizza deep dish pizza. It takes about 20 minutes to make. And it's the closest thing you can find to authentic deep dish in Chicago here in Southern California. It's great. Okay, cool. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, Manuel and Gardena. Manuel. Hey, what's up, fellas? The Yo. Hebrew Hammer, Dark Vader, and my man, the Cubano. Hey, quick. Overrated uh, is um, 
or I should say underrated. That Chicago deep dish pizza, man, hands down. Best pizza on earth. New Yorkers get at me. All right? And then um, as far as the, the, mid, the, the dorks go, the Marvel Universe and the Star Wars, hey, man, it's pretty cut and dry. These dorks got their own day. It's May the 4th. So scoreboard. Okay. Fair enough, Manuel. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. If you want to, get, get, I mean, he's right. Dorks. No, no. But you said nerds. nerds. Yeah. You said nerds no longer is a bad thing. No. You know. And he decided to got not go with nerd. He decided to go with dorks. Right. Now I, I feel you know it's similar. You know, it's like cousins. You know. Uh, by the way, uh, Starfish and Coffee uh, tweets us and says Chicago style pizza is totally overrated. It's a casserole. It's a casserole. What's wrong with casseroles? I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, Are casseroles bad? That's what he said. I mean, it's it's okay. Depends on the casserole. You have it. I You're guess. having a sausage, pepper, yeah. onion casserole. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right. Keep them coming at 877-710-ESPN, the uh, Chicago deep dish pizza where you can find here in L.A. Uh, who has the bigger universe of nerds, Star Wars or Marvel? Keep it coming. There you have it. There is a bit he can embrace. Now, maybe you can embrace this bit. I was just watching the um, Yankees-Astros game and mm-hmm. on ESPN, and the Yankee fans are giving it to the Astros, like constantly. They are nonstop just pelting the Astros uh, with all sorts of chants and shenanigans and nonsense um, about trash cans and whatnot, which is fascinating. Um, But while the game was on, a commercial came up for a cookie called – I'm sure many of you had this growing up or whatever – the Keebler Fudge Strips. Are you familiar with Keebler Fudge Strips? I'll take down a couple of Keebler sticks right now if you had them, even though I'm on a diet. Or stripes, I'm sorry, not strips, stripes. So my kids... Strips and stripes. Yes, my kids, Eat them six all. And, and two, love these cookies. They're shortbread cookies. They've got, uh, you know, fudge on the bottom and then the stripes on the top, yeah, right? Strips, yeah. So, or strips, either one. So they, uh, they, they love these cookies, right? And I loved those cookies as a kid. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. One of the cookies had broken in half in the thing. I'm, I'm going to try half a cookie. It was awful. Like, I'm like, how did I like this as a kid? Like, this doesn't even taste good anymore. Like, how, like, this is so bad. Have you ever, like, what was the last time that you had something when you were young? It didn't have to be when you were a little kid, but even like maybe in high school or college, something you would eat that now you're like, you've, you've had it again. And you're like, man, how did I like this when I was a kid? You ready? I got one immediately. A Twinkie. A Twinkie. Anybody really? have a have a Twinkie? Like you go Not to pull it off the the white cardboard of the box, and like half of it's still on there, but that's yeah. the best part. You put your yeah. fingers in it and you lick yeah. it, and then yeah. you eat the Twinkie, and it's spongy and then creamy, and you're like, ugh, why did I ever eat this? Yes, yeah, that's a good one, Twinkie. LZ, do you have one? Um, it's not food, surprise, surprise. Um, but. I did think I could go down memory lane once and drink Mickey's again. Oh, oh no! My. And the things my stomach had to say to me cannot be repeated on air. Mm. But let's just say mm. I now know that I cannot go back down that road again. Yeah, that's yeah, terrible. That's Mickey's, man. Yeah. Mickey's. Yeah. I saw the bottle. I forgot what store I was in, but it was in L.A., and I saw the bottles, and I was like, oh, man, oh, those short little green bottles. I used to sneak man. those in school all the time. Right, yeah. like the bottle. Let me, let me yeah. get one of them. 
Man, I cracked that thing open and sipped it. I was like, who put this? Li- who put Lysol in this? Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine malt liquor, though, LZ. Oh, it wasn't fine. Yeah. It's it wasn't fine. Laura, fine. No, do you have something not. from your childhood that you were like, uh, that you're like, ooh, why did I ever eat this? I was a big Oreo eater when I was younger, and no I'm Oreos. not a fan anymore. So It's Oreos. just okay. It's okay. It's, like I, I, it's not bled to me, but it's just okay. It's okay. It's not, I mean, we talked about this a while back. Uh, Greg, do you have one? It's kind of on the same lines as Scott's and the Twinkies. It was ding-dongs, though. Love ding-dongs. Ding, oh. Ding-dongs oh, were fantastic. See, I can't. Of that category, to me, the best of the ding-dongs, the yeah. Twinkies. The, yeah. Swiss cake rolls from Little Debbie. Oh, can't do um, They're okay, but they're uh, not ding-dongs, you know? They're better than ding-dongs. No, they're and, not Susie Q's, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Crickets. I, I think they're better. Swiss cake rolls were better. Anything mm. Little Debbie was pretty good, I felt like, as a kid. Mm. I actually have another one that I just thought of that I was like, how did I ever drink that? What? Uh, Nesquik. The strawberry? Oh, yeah, like the Ooh. chocolate oh, uh, milk yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's No, terrible. it's like oh, sugar oh. packets that you're yeah. just throwing down. Yeah, oh, I used terrible. to eat that straight. Oh. Yeah. oh, yeah, like a spoon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When yeah. I was a kid. Oh, yeah, why, yeah. why did In we that do that to tin. our bodies? Yeah, yeah, that had that tin that would open up and you'd dig a yeah. spoon down. and uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just throw it in your mouth and, it, you know, it's like, yeah, like whatever. Like just super powdery and whatever. And, yeah, it was just pure sugar. pixie sticks, the candy. You just... right. Put them down your throat. Sugar. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I still like Chunkies. Chunkies, the, the candy bar? The candy bar. Still oh, with like the chunkies. raisins, though, and the peanuts. Yeah, it's like my Ooh, youth. Ooh, you are a raisin eater, LZ. Oh, I didn't say I wasn't a raisin eater. <laughs> I said I didn't eat raisinettes. <laughs> a chunky is just a I feel big, like you're, bulky you're, raisinette. You're, you're, you're no. towing a fine line there between no. raisinettes and chunky. No, there's no a huge difference between a raisinette and a chunky. Is there, though? A chunky's a meal. <laughs> it's not even a candy. What? You could get a knife and what? a fork you know what? and eat a chunky. We're going to let the audience be the jury here. 877-710-ESPN. Are chunky... Is there a fine line between chunky and raisinets? Because they both have raisins. 877. Right. That's like saying that, that potato salad and french fries are the same because they both have potatoes. No, no, no. Milk chocolate, what? raisins, and oh. peanuts are practically milk chocolate and raisins minus the peanuts. They're really the same candy. They're in similar. Form. They're, in the, they're much closer than potato salad and, and french fries. They I both would got say. potatoes. I mean, but one's fried. And <laughs> Hash one, the browns other one is- and home fries. Yeah. Yeah, I How's don't know. that? We'll, Do you want let, hash listen, browns or home we, fries? We will be judged by a jury of our peers here. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. All right, so I jumped on Twitter earlier today because I was watching the uh, Champions League on CBS, Ew, right? I, 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 <laughs> I don't, I don't, I usually don't watch a ton of soccer, but I was watching because I do think Champions League is important, and I like to keep up on things like that. So Angel Di Maria of PSG gets a red card, and gets tossed, right? Whatever. He kind of like, it looked like he kind of flicked the guy in the nether region. Um, flicked him? You mean like with his middle finger? He like just well, like, flicked Kind him? of like a quick back fist, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh. Like a cup check, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like uh-huh, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the CBS broadcaster, Jim Beglin, said this, and it drew the ire of people on social media. Go ahead, Laura. But it's, it's that Latino temperament. Now, here's the deal. I heard him say that in real time, and I was like, huh, that's an interesting choice of words. Um, But here was my, like, I took, like, here's the problem, is that everyone today, and and LZ, you know this because you work 
in a different world where it's uh, beyond sports, right? Where, where real people, things are happening. Like real things that affect our lives are happening. Um, and the reactions there in an instant, I feel like sometimes are – I just feel like in general we react too quickly sometimes without just kind of absorbing something, right? Um, so I am clearly Latino. And we joke here all the time about Latino, quote-unquote, temperament, okay? And me and Laura, obviously, especially, right? So I sat there and I thought to myself, as someone who has called games, right, and said, all right, was Di Maria getting tossed, Angel Di Maria getting tossed um, and getting a red card about his Latino temperament? No, I don't think that was the reason. It was probably because he was frustrated, right, or whatever. Um, Would I have used that phrase on a broadcast? No, probably not. But was I offended by it? Where, like, social media was destroying him. And he apologized for it. And, and look, because I can tell you, we have done, right? We've told stories here for days about my family's, quote, unquote, Latino temperament. Um, and, and you know me, LZ, for a long time. Like, I'm not easily offended, number one. And number two, I never, I don't like to judge people by their worst moment or a singular mistake. Now, if it's a series of behavior, that's clearly different. But... My the instant reaction that we live in where people are just like, he's got to go, that's not it. And it's like, okay, like you get reprimanded. Like that's not probably the right thing to say there. But this immediate thing where everybody wants him canceled or fired or whatever the language or verbiage is, was, it's just like it's icky to me a little bit. So I felt like I needed to stand up, not just for him, but just in general. Like, hey, I'm not offended by this and I'm Latino. I just think we need to take a step back and take a breath sometimes. I mean, I don't know. Is he Latino? He's not. All right, it could be problematic. That's all uh, it wait, is. I don't. I, again, that's, not language I would use, that, but that's all it is to it. Like, you can't talk about my family that way. Is a philosophy that goes way beyond just soccer. I can call my wife a whatever, but you can't. So I understand why he got the blowback because you're not in the space to have that conversation or to, or you're not that familiar to use that colloquialism. Hmm. I, I, I feel like, I feel like, um, in the, okay. You know what, Scott answered on the other side. Cause we got a break. Cause we, uh, I have screwed up the clock. Um, and we got to do commercial. So let's continue this on the other side. Also, uh, we'll get into the guy who saved the Lakers behind yesterday. El Lobo. <laughs> the wolf next <laughs> 